to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. I'm Jason. And I'm Rob. And this week we are discussing the 2013 sci-fi film that looks like it was designed by Apple, featuring a Siri gone bad, Tom Cruise, Olga Kuryangla, Andrea Rosenborough, and Morgan Freeman. It's Oblivion. What was that uh, girl's name again? Uh, Olga Kurylia. Yeah. Oh, I I love all the movies that she's been in. <laughs> Me too. She's Especially a, she's the a uh, fabulous actress. Mm-hmm. Especially the one where I was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for some housekeeping, so uh, have you uh, listened to last week's episode at all? Uh, are we talking about uh, uh, Edge of Tomorrow? Uh, no, we're not talking about Edge of Tomorrow. We're talking about Stargate. Okay, see, no, because it's not posted on the website yet. <laughs> That's right. Yes, we well, are in the past. So last or week, future, or how would that work? Yeah, last week we uh, announced that uh, we joined the Earglue Media Network. Um, I wanted to. Make sure to give a shout out to all the fine podcasts over at the Ear Glue Media Network, such as uh, the Cantina Cast. Uh, I know that you are interested in Star Wars, and I thought I knew Star Wars lore before uh, I listened to those guys, Jonesy and Albert, oh. over at the Cantina Cast. And yeah, I know nothing. Yeah, that's that's a whole can of worms. I do not want to go down. Yeah, but. They have a great show over there, uh, Bad Gamers Anonymous, The Basement, which is a Ready Player Two uh, podcast, uh, The Many Faces of the Masters of the Universe. That's a that's a He-Man podcast done by uh, Mike Rondo. He's uh, the Lord and Emperor of the Earglue Media Network. And then there's also Simply Stogies that's done by James Geem, uh, who's also on Bad Gamers Anonymous with me. So uh, definitely check those out at eargluemedia.com. And we also have a Discord that you can join the conversation on. Uh, this show has Discord channels over there. And you can find that at eargluemedia.com forward slash, forward slash Discord. Yay. <laughs> Are you ready for I, some news? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I wasn't quite sure if you wanted a response from me or not. Uh, you hey, can jump in anytime you want, Rob. You've, you've oh, never excellent. been shy before. That's that's true. Um, how about you go first since you are the guest this week? All right, let's do some news. 
Um, this week, I uh, have just one single news item, but it's it's a it's Slacker. a doozy of a news item. So, you know, KFC likes to occasionally change their kernel. Well, guess who the kernel is now? Mm, they change their kernel like Linux does. <laughs> right. It's a new flavor every month. Um, let's see. Guess who the new kernel is. Now, remember, this is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And I'm bringing it up as a news item on a sci-fi podcast. So, so that should give you a hint. So saying it's like a country music star like Reba McIntyre, who was the kernel. Who was the kernel be, for a short amount of time, yes. Yeah, that, that would be a... Dumb answer. That would be a dumb answer, yes. All right. Let's go let's go crazy and go uh let's go th- the commander himself, Adama. No. Not um, a bad uh guess, but no, yeah. that is not it. So the new colonel is none other than Robocop wait, wait, wait. himself. No, wait, which Robocop? The original Robocop. So like the Robocop that we've already reviewed on this show. Wow. Yes. He's like old. (laughs) He is old. Um, Yeah. So they didn't even need to dye his hair. Yeah. They used, well, he's wearing a wig over his helmet. So they used Robocop. Oh, shit. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. They used Robocop to transport the secret, the Colonel's secret recipe. From the safe, I guess, that they had where they were holding it before over to the uh, Bonkhof uh, vault in Switzerland. So so when you say none other than RoboCop himself, you're, you're saying RoboCop, not the actor who plays RoboCop. RoboCop. Now, whoever is under the mask of RoboCop, it sure sounds a lot like Peter Weller, but I don't think right. Peter Weller is actually doing the RoboCop at this point. It, 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 he'd be like uh, Wrinkly Cop. Or yes. Rusted Cop. Rusted Cop. <laughs> Rusty Cop, Rusted, yeah. Rusty Cop, yeah. Wow, that's, I'm going to have to check that out. So there's commercials? Yeah, there's videos there. that... Yeah, introduce nice. RoboCop into his job and uh, show the the uh, the process of him taking the secret recipe over to the Bonkhof, uh over in Switzerland, and then there's some commercials as well. So, cool. yeah, definitely check those out on the on the web. Uh, You're gonna have to put some links out there. Then, well, I will put the link out there, and it's got all those videos embedded. So, excellent. enjoy, excellent. What do you got? Excellent. Well, all right. So I need to know, you want good news or bad news first? Um, Let's do good news. I've had enough bad news for the day. All right. So good news. Uh, China uh, has a sci-fi blockbuster that is about to be China's biggest movie ever. Really? Yes. It is called... Uh, the Wandering Earth. Um, it is. Uh, it focuses on a squad of Chinese astronauts who have to save Earth from a dangerous sun's orbit. So they have to move the uh, Earth to a new star. Uh, a new star. So basically, I guess the uh, 
of course, it's all foreign and I can't really pay attention. But the general gist is it looks like the sun is about to, you know, go supernova. Um, so they're going, they, they strap a bunch of rockets to the earth and they fly it. Oh so, my god! <laughs> so I thought it was a little more. No, I mean it's it's probably a little more than that, but yeah, the 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 uh, trailer for it looks kind of interesting. I um, bet it does. So they think it is going to earn more than their current uh, their current number one movie, which is which was Wolf Warrior Two, which earned five point six seven nine billion uh, yen. Which I can't believe Wolf Warrior 2 did that well because it is far inferior to Wolf Warrior 1. The original was yeah, so much better. Really? No, I have or, no idea. I've never seen either one stupid. of them. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> dude, you were nerd alert. <laughs> wow. Uh, so they think it's going to pass 5.67 billion yen. So which that's what, I'm, like $2 American? I well, hey, research on the fly. Yeah, that's right. Get my uh, get my mm. soundbite ready. Um, to USD. Uh, wow. Don't okay. think too hard about this. Oh no. Um. So thirty-eight million, maybe. <laughs> thirty-eight million is going to be their biggest blockbuster ever. I think. Okay, so let's see. Uh, let's see. There's one hundreds. <laughs> nine zeros. Thousands. Put in nine okay. zeros. That's one, a billion. One, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, oh eight, God. nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. I put that in the wrong spot. Well, shit. <laughs> Numbers. Oh. How do they work? Uh, I, well, I put 5.67. is the, So in case you're wondering, $5.679 is $38 in uh, yen. <laughs> Um, here we go. Oh, so 5.679 billion is 0.85 billion. So, so 850 million. 850 million. Yeah. Okay. So, wow, that was some good research on the fly. <laughs> Woo! I am a crack researcher. You here. are. What's your next news item? All right. Uh, so, good news or bad news? <laughs> good news. Let's do this. Good, good news. news. All right, good news. Good news. In the Girl Scout world, I just, I found that, and you're asking, what does Girl Scouts have to do with sci-fi? Well, let me tell you. Well, because they put some kind of sci-fi element in their fucking cookies, and I can't stop eating them. Uh, Yes, and apparently, um, soccer moms can't stop buying them in uh, Colorado. (laughs) And that's that's sci-fi how? Oh, 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 I I left out the important part. Um, A little Girl Scout in Colorado uh, decided to put Jason Momoa's uh, Aquaman uh, picture on the Samoas. Yes. I remember seeing this. And they are selling like hotcakes. I thought it was funny. (laughs) Yeah. So so last year alone, uh, uh, she sold 2,000 boxes of cookies. That was last year. Uh, let's see if it says what she has done so far. Now, did she uh, have the Momoa picture on them last year? No. No. So this, this is year, a comparative analysis we're doing. 
It could be, yes. Uh, you know, Girl Scout cookie selling is still going on. Um, it doesn't say anything on here. Uh, but she did, she get, got interviewed and she said, the moms are getting really excited and they're saying they need them. <laughs> the girls will want to buy some because he's on the front and the boys will also want to buy some because he might be their favorite character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, so. I like the Samoas okay. They're not my favorite. Um, and which ones are the Samoas? The Let's... Samoas are the the ones, the circular donut looking ones with the caramel and the coconut on top. Yes, yes, they are. Yes. Yep. And oh, and she changed the box, and so one of the sides that has uh, Jason on it, it ha- it says Momoas instead of Samoas. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I thought I just it's thought a that brilliant was funny. marketing strategy. It is. It is. It's kind of funny. So they sold out of them, apparently, all the boxes that she had. (laughs) I bet. All right. So now I got to get to some bad news. Oh, all right. So first one, um, Night Flyers. Yeah. It was canceled. Uh, Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So only one season. It will not go again. So at least not on sci-fi, you know, that's not saying somebody doesn't pick it up like uh they did the expanse, but uh, I don't I don't think they should. I think no. where they left off is okay. I mean, they they did leave it open for another season, but it's not Yeah. It's not Yeah, I like I like how in that one spot there was the uh, beep. Sorry, I was censoring myself. <laughs> But I didn't want you to put in too much work. I just, I really liked that show up until about three quarters of the way through. And, and then, then they couldn't remember where they were. It just kind of lost momentum. And yep. I wasn't as interested as I was in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. And it was such a shame because it was produced so well. I mean, the production uh-huh. values on it were great. Oh, it, it was, was awesome. just like the story fizzled out three quarters of the way through. Mm. It was. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we're not reviewing, man. Uh, we're not reviewing. Night we're not Flyers. reviewing Night Flyers. You're right. Not yet. Man. So that's a disappointment. I'm sure, yep. but I think it'll be and I okay. Got, yeah, I got one more piece of bad news. Okay. The man in the high castle has also been canceled. Ah, fuck. After season four. Oh, good. So at least they're gonna get another season to wrap it up. Yep, and uh, actually, uh, what I read, they are pretty much close to being done with season four. Um, And it's supposed to, uh, excuse me, it's supposed to air, I believe, in the fall. Okay, well, good. At least they're not taking another year and a half to release the new season. Yeah. But yeah, now they left that fucker on a big cliffhanger. Well, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it I was going to be pissed if they canceled it without you know finishing it up so at least they're giving it one more season to get everything tied up so i think i think four seasons with man in the high castle is is probably about right anyway yep well and it's uh one of the producers is saying that while they're bringing this chapter to a conclusion if one thinks beyond the final frames of this series it is very provocative to think about what stories may come thereafter whether or not we all get to tell them or they get told in another incarnation in film and television, that is for us all to see. However, I don't think you can look at this as an absolute culmination because the nature of the stories that we're telling with that. 
so so they're kind of they're kind of hinting, hey, there might be a spinoff sometime. Uh, I don't want to see a spinoff. No, no. I mean, I'm, they, I'm they stretched enough. a book that was just a little bit longer than a novella into yeah. four seasons. So I mean, they've they've gone way off of the source material. In fact, in the first yeah. season, they were off of the source material. I mean, there was. It was there was a nod to the novel, but it really didn't follow the plot of the novel very much at all. Yeah, yeah. So that's all I got. All right. Well, two good ones, two bad ones. I'm sorry. Well, two good ones and two. I wouldn't say they're bad, but disappointing. Yeah, somewhat disappointing, but not unexpected. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's say we do a, a little pod crawling. Let's crawl. Let's do it. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Jack Reacher, I mean Jack Harper, is dreaming of a girl and it's black and white. Skip to 2077 and Jack is waking up with not Dream Girl and taking a shower because Tom Cruise. It's been 50 years since the moon was destroyed by aliens called scavs. Earth is fucked up, contaminated, and a space pyramid orbits Earth. Jack is a glorified mechanic and between him, Victoria and the drones, they keep the scavs at bay. Are you an effective team? Must be a trigger word of some sort. It's been said twice in 7 minutes. Jack fixes drone 166 with bubblegum. All he's missing is duct tape. Yeah. Insert more scenes of desolated yeah. Earth cause we still aren't sure if the Earth is really destroyed and it makes good cinema. Yet it's another Mission sense. Impossible moment by Tom Cruise into a sinkhole to find a lost drone. It's a scab trap, but don't worry, Jack is saved by drone 166 who is still a bit wonky with a bubblegum brain. You know ah. what this movie is missing, another Tom Cruise shower scene. Wait never mind, there it is and with more black and white dreams. Yes. Jack offers a flower to Victoria, but she is afraid of flowers and throws it away. Victoria apologizes by skinny dipping and making love to Jack in the pool. Yeah. Scavs blow up a water collector and Jack investigates a signal directed off-planet. Turns out the Empire State Building is now an antenna array and is sending the signal. Jack has himself a little secret spot in the mountains that has trees, clean water, birds, old 2017 memorabilia, and a pet fish. Huh. The sky is falling and Jack goes to check it out. There are human survivors and one looks like the girl from his dreams. Bubblegum drone Literally. is sent by command to kill the survivors. Dream Lady is saved by Jack and brought home. Dream Lady wakes up and introduces herself as Julia and learns she is the only survivor from the ship and has been asleep for 60 plus years. Julia needs the flight recorder from her ship to figure out what happened, so Jay and Jay go joyriding. Scavs beat them to the crash site. Admiral Akbar would be proud of how many traps there are in this movie. Jack yep. is introduced to the back end of a rifle and wakes up tied up in Scav Central. The sweet sultry voice of Morgan Freeman comes from the shadows. Surprise bitches. Scavs are humans after all. Drones are programmed to kill humans unless you are Tom Cruise. Victoria is worried about Jack being taken and sends a drone to look around. Control asks if they are still an effective team. That's the fourth time that has been asked. There has right. to be something to this phrase. Morgan Freeman wants to blow up the space pyramid, using the missing drone from earlier. Jack refuses and Jamie Lannister, a very impatient man, shoots Jack in the chest. Victoria's drone finds the hideout and starts scanning for humans. Jamie Lannister does his best Han Solo impersonation and performs the classic Hoth drone maneuver. 
Jay and Jay are set free to go search the radioactive zone for the truth. Jack instead goes to the Empire State Building, sends a love note to Victoria and calls for an Uber. Julia finally tells her story. Once upon a time, Julia was supposed to go to Titan for research. However, a space pyramid showed up nearby and she was sent to investigate that. Turns out the space pyramid that Jack talks to is an alien of some sort, and oh yeah Julia is Jack's wife. Jack's black and white memories turn full technicolor and Jack remembers. Victoria catches them in a warm embrace and locks them out of the house. She calls command and is terminated permanently for no longer being an effective team. Moral of the story is always be an effective team or get shot by aliens. Yeah. Yep. J and J are pursued by bubblegum drone. Jack gives them the slip and tries to shoot them down. Jack channels his inner stormtrooper and misses. A lot. After crash landing, Jack finds himself trying to fix bubblegum drone. Jack kicks his own ass, knocks himself out, and rips bubblegum drone's brain out. Julia is bleeding and needs help so OG Jack flies to Tower 52 and meets Victoria 2 or maybe 52 in this case. Jack grabs the med supplies, gives his honey a quick kiss, and heads back out to save his side piece wife. Jack takes Julia to his mountain house to rest and remove her pants. Jay and Jay meet back up with Morgan Freeman and reprogram the drone. Command is not happy with the events and sends three other drones to find the hideout and kill anyone they see. The scavs kill the three drones but not before Morgan Freeman gets mortally wounded. The reprogrammed drone is destroyed so Jack decides to take the bomb up with Julia and has story time with the flight recorder. Spoiler alert, aliens and clones. Julia was ejected while sleeping and it took 60 years for the pod to get back. Morgan Freeman hitchhikes to the space pyramid instead of Julia. Jack pulls an Independence Day and blows up the space pyramid. Fast forward three years. Julia has a kid, and Roll Jack 52 has found the Mountain Meadow credits. Oh, so. All right. What'd you think of this movie? Uh, you know, overall, I liked it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, this is the second time that I've seen it. Uh, the first time, um, I got a little confused. Um, you know, but not like terribly confused. Like I didn't know what was going on, but it, 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 I had to think about it. Um, a lot, a lot of it made more sense because I knew what was coming up, you know, second time around. Yeah. And I think part of the problem is, is the story has some inconsistencies that can really confuse you the first time if you're not really paying attention because some of this stuff doesn't quite make sense. It's a good story and it was a good yeah. movie. Uh, mm -hmm. The story yeah. has a nice couple of twists. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see the whole the first time around. I didn't see the whole. Hey, I'm your wife. You know that. Right. That was right. kind of a good twist, especially considering the weird working relationship Jack <laughs> yeah. and Victoria had. I mean, it's like. Oh, I know. We're a team, and we screw each other. Yeah, yeah. So they 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 work together. Basically, their and their sleep together. entire living arrangement is a giant HR violation. Is what? Uh huh. That is. Yep, yep. Yeah. Well, well. I mean, technically, as long as they're an effective team, it's okay. Well, yeah, I guess technically, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> what if she says, you know? Of course, I guess she was his boss, right? Because she was basically mission controller tower and gave him orders. Uh, yeah, I get, well, she was, I would say superior, but maybe not necessarily boss. Well, okay. But superior, um, she, she basically gave him, you know, direction. Right. But that was all based off of what control wanted or mission, depending on 
that that see that threw me off is because sometimes they would say mission and sometimes they would say control you know for to to for Sally yeah because you know? she was mission control because she was right but but they never were consistent you know sometimes it was mission and sometimes it was control well, and, and like, yeah that goes to kind of the intelligence of that artificial intelligence that I'll get into right. later yeah, but yeah, yeah so what? my my whole point is you know whenever she uh, you know, told him to go out to the pool area and then she stripped down and then pulled him into the pool, pool and, and, you know, uh, started kissing and, and hugging all over him naked. Yeah, mm-hmm. he could have, like, claimed sexual harassment. He could have, but then they wouldn't be an effective team. Uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to be in an effective team. Well, but they didn't know that at the time. Team. They didn't know that until oh. she, she said... No, we're not an effective team anymore. That's, and then got vaporized. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the story was good. It it was a little bit predictable in areas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. But it was a solid story. I mean, I kind of figured from the beginning that the Scavs weren't aliens, that they were yeah. human. Um, although yeah. they did kind of try and, and pull the wool over your eyes during that, that first encounter that he had with them because they made them move around very alien-like. Um, uh, they they moved like I, – I originally when I was writing up the pod crawl, I, I said they were a cross between uh, like a dog and a human. Yeah. You know, they, they were kind of um, – they kind of ran on four legs, which kind of looked weird. Yeah, so uh, they were they were trying to kind of throw, throw you, you off, off the scent there, yeah. and that that seemed a little disingenuous, especially since you never ever see that behavior, and they really don't explain that behavior later on no. in the movie. So no, that that seemed a a little. The a only little other thing I can, the only thing I can think of is. You know, they showed clips of the scavs, uh, like uh, uh, surveillance clips. Yeah. I'm wondering if the AI doctored it to give them a more um, alien or menacing appearance, you know? Maybe. And you could also kind of headcanon it by saying that they were trying to not appear human because later on in the movie. Oh, that's true. They say yeah. that the drones are specifically programmed to kill humans. So if they, mm-hmm. uh, they, if they the appeared more animal-like or more dog-like, then they wouldn't, yeah, they wouldn't that get would keep killed. them from, from getting killed by the drones. Of course, that yeah, didn't gotcha. keep them from getting killed by the drones at that first encounter. I mean, no. 166 targeted all of them and, and started firing right away. Well, well, correction. Bubblegum drone started to fire, and he was om- and it almost fired uh, at uh, Cruz. You yeah, know, because he he's human. Down. Right, right. Bubble bubblegum drone brain. Yeah, but yeah, that that, also, that also gets back to the the abilities and the intelligence of the AI. It was very inconsistent this, in this movie. So at one point, the uh, uh, the Tet, which I'm guessing yes. they're... Uh, space pyramid. Yeah, it's a tetrahedron. So they're, they're nope, shortening space it. space pyramid. To, yeah, spa- a pyramid is a tetra... Or a tetrahedron is a pyramid. Nope, nope. This is a space pyramid. Okay. Because space Tet sounds 
too vulgar. I mean, that's a quick slip, and now you're talking about space tits, and that's a whole nother movie. Yeah, that was a uh, Battle Beyond the Stars. Yes, <laughs> which we reviewed. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Um, but no, the the Tet, which was the central AI, was super inconsistent on this. I mean, it showed abilities to you know think and strategize at a high level, but it never, ever followed up through that. And it showed some of the drone abilities, like drones had the ability to track DNA, you know, right. Over super fast. I mean, they could, they could track, you know, a DNA trail across, you know, rough terrain. Yep. At a high rate of speed. Mm -hmm. But yet at the end of the movie, when he's flowing through or whenever he's going through the inside of the 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 tet they couldn't scan the uh the stasis pod to find out that it wasn't julie's or julia's dna well okay so here's my thought here's my thought on this so when when the drone is scanning the dna uh down down on earth if I remember correctly, there was like two lines mm-hmm. during this. So you got you got I think it was a red line and a blue line, right? right? So one of those lines represents uh, uh, Jack. The other line represents unknown DNA. So I'm thinking that it knows. You know, maybe it did scan, and because it knew there was two passengers, so maybe it did scan. It knew Jack, and then it had this unknown DNA. It never picked up Julia, so it doesn't know what that DNA looks like. So that's what I'm thinking: is it it did it can't dif- differentiate between whether it was uh you know um, uh, Morgan Freeman or Julia. You know, it it only knew that it was not Jack and not Victoria. Okay. You know, I'll I'll give you that one. That's that's Boom. that's plausible. Uh, yeah, damn straight it is. And you know what? I made that up right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my last one on on the abilities Bullshit of, the, on the of the AI. Well, next to the last one. So the AI sent a drone to the um, Raven Rock Mountain Complex where they were hiding yep. out. Yep, single drone. Sing- no. Well, at no, first no. he sent a single drone that tracked the DNA. No, no. that was That was Victoria that did that. Okay. The, okay. So, she, well, whatever. The AI so gave Victoria, control of Victoria the drone. Sent the drone. The drone went in. Right. Caused mm-hmm. havoc. They they destroyed the drone. Later on, the AI replayed back that recording, found out where that base was, and sent three drones. Right. Those drones got destroyed. Why didn't they? She send all the drones just to wipe it out. Why did she just um, stop? Why did the AI stop at that point? Uh, because um, plot. <laughs> ah, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Wasn't at that point in time? Wasn't the uh, pyramid on the other side of the horizon? No. Was it not? No. Because shortly after that... Well, what I'm saying is shortly after that, wasn't it on the other side of the horizon? No, because whenever it blew up, everybody could see it. Ah, that's true. Because shortly after that, whenever he 
uh, went up with Morgan Freeman's character. With mm -hmm. Morgan, we'll just call him Morgan Freeman because that's who he was. He was playing Morgan Freeman in the future. Mm -hmm. Called Beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Morgan Freeman. Morgan so when Freeman. He, when, yep. when Jake, Jack, Jake, went Jack. Up with, yeah. <laughs> Jake, Jack. When Jack went up to, um, to the Tet with Morgan Freeman. Mm hmm. And they were just about to destroy the Tet. There were more drones heading as kind of a last-ditch effort heading toward the complex. Yeah. And this goes to my my final kind of uh, thought on the intelligence of or some of the some of the inconsistencies in the plot is when they destroyed the Tet, everybody could see the. Uh, the explosion. So right. it was still, I mean, it, and it was still pretty yeah. high in the sky. That's true. Yep. But my other question is why, when they destroyed the Tet, did all the drones cease functioning? Uh, I'm thinking the drones were networked to the uh, main AI. Um, and when the AI went down, the main, the, the drones basic programming shut down well yeah but when the tet would go over the horizon every day and they would lose communications with it no, the drones would have lost communications with it as well i don't i don't think maybe they had relays uh no, if they had relays they wouldn't well, have lost communications that's with true. it. which also begs the question why didn't the AI figure out how to make some satellite relays so that it would never lose communications? I mean, that's well, how we communicate now is we I have mean, triangulation through satellites. I would have thought I would have thought they would have had drones out there up in space. I mean, the drones obviously can fly in space. Well, yeah, I mean, they had drones inside the Tet. Yeah, I don't know. Good question. All good questions. Plot. Those, these are plot holes that I found. So yeah, and well, okay, inconsistencies okay. in in the plot. They were they were pretty minor in terms of the overall scope of the movie, and I don't think they detracted all that much from the movie. I still thought it was a, a pretty decent story. Mm -hmm. uh, it had some it had some neat twists, a little predictable, but the the story was was still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, overall, I. Uh, I could I could overlook all of that stuff, um, you know, and I just kind of like the, like the drones falling. I just kind of thought in terms of uh, no main signal um, or a power surge feedback loop, um, you know. It, and if the Tet had been the source of power for all of that, I could see that. But well, the source of power were coming from those water rec reclamation or water processing machines. Yeah, see, see, that threw me off. Okay, so you have those water reclamation machines that are supposed to be uh, creating fusion or what have you, or the power for right. the Tet. How does that power get up to the Tet? Yeah, you, you and they don't never explained see, that. Yeah, they never it, said if it was some sort of you know magical beaming of the power up to right. its head, or if mm -hmm. it was creating those power cells and they were taking those up to the TED on a periodic basis. Yeah, they never really if mentioned the, it. 
yeah, if the generator itself launched itself towards the TED after it was full up or had done its job, yeah, they never they never really explained that. It's no. just these Don't things make power, and the yeah. TED needs power. So yep, yep, yeah, that that was kind of weird. Um, you know, I you know who knows? Maybe the AI was kind of sort of like a mimic. You know, the Omega. The Omega dies, all the mimics die, you know. <laughs> okay. This this is a sequel to Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, why not? So I thought the characters in this movie, at least the three main characters, were halfway decent. Um, um you get you get a lot of character development on Jack. Uh, yes. You do find out a lot more of his backstory as the as the story unfolds. Yes, uh, he seems relatable. He's he's charming enough. He's friendly. You he's got personality. Um, you you get drawn into his character. Right. Yep. Yep. He's he's very um, believable. Uh, every man's man type of character. You know, it, he's a mechanic. He's not a um, uh, super soldier. And they kind of prove that with the whole, you know, uh, falling into a trap and, and, and some of the situations he gets himself into. Yeah. And he kind of does that whole, almost that action trope where he, you know, repels out of danger after almost getting killed. And then it kind of backfires. And that was, that was actually pretty funny where, ha ha fuckers, I'm out of here. And then then his, uh, his tether snaps and he falls back down and has to get saved by the drone. I thought that was actually pretty charming. Yeah. You know, did you notice that, uh, that it seems like in every Tom Cruise movie, um, or action movie, he always has to do some sort of large leap where he barely makes it and is holding on by his upper body. <laughs> yeah. He does it in Mission Impossible. It was in Edge of Tomorrow. It's in this one. Yeah. 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 I, I just, I just, it, that like immediately, as soon as I saw that, I go, Dude, that happens in all of them. I mean, it's hell, like a Tom Cruise move. Yeah. It, well, hell, he broke his. Didn't he like break his toe or something? No, he or, broke his knee. Broke his knee doing one of those during a film. Yeah. 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 The la- the last Mission Impossible. Movie. Yeah. How ridiculous! Because he does is his that? own fucking stunts at 56, 50 something years old. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm. I'm. You know what I'm looking forward to? Top Gun Two. And him jumping from one wing of an airplane to another yeah. in mid-flight. He's got to do it. He's got to do it. He's, it doesn't make any more much more sense. It's got to happen. And then Ice offers his hand to pull him up on the wing. Ice, yes. And says, you can be my wingman. Oh, but don't. That was bad. <laughs> That was bad. You should cut that out of the podcast completely. No, that's that was No, no. You're that, rim shot and everything. That's Do it. Do it. I dare you. <laughs> now, Double the other. Dog dare you. <laughs> the other characters, uh, Vika. Vika, Victoria. Yeah, okay. So Vic, Victoria is shortened to Vika. Right, but, to Vika. Vika. Okay. This character. Weird. Uh, this character. Yeah, she was kind of weird. 
Yeah. Um, and it was almost, I thought, throughout most of the movie that she was a robot. I, could, uh, I yeah. If I if you had bet me money, like up to two thirds of the way through the movie, that she was human, I would have bet against that and said, "No, nah, she's going to turn out to be a robot." Yeah, yeah. She was very. It, it seemed like her sole job was to keep Jack in line. Yeah, and oh, she did geez. it with such you know methodical yeah. and unfeeling, yeah. you know motions that you know she seemed very robotic i mean even when she was kind of flirting with him and you know trying to be romantic it was yeah. it seemed forced and unnatural yeah. and robotic yeah. i i i chalk that up to the actress really oh you uh, think yeah i don't i she wasn't very believable uh she came, to me she came across as almost like bipolar, you know, Really? well, as far as like, you know, you know, she would be, she'd be overly concerned for his well-being. No, don't do that. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then it's like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. Stay out of the house. And then it, you know, um, oh, you brought me a flower. Let's throw it over the railing. Yeah. She didn't Hold even, on. she Hold just on. took the flower, went immediately the fuck outside mm-hmm. and dropped it. And oh my God, let's talk about. I wait, mean, wait, okay. wait. So, so you got the flower. Um, her, her reasoning is it could be contaminated, right? Uh-huh. You don't know. It could be radioactive. It could be contaminated, uh, and protocol. Okay. Um, however, he's standing right next to you in the same damn flight suit that he uses when he goes down onto the planet. Right. Yeah. So, so he would if be covered the flight- in contamination. Yes, and she's not worried about that. No, and she was no. hugging him. Yes. Uh, so to me, that didn't make any sense. It could be contaminated. Uh, what yeah, about Your whole fucking him? house is contaminated yeah. at this point, if you, that were the fact. Yeah, it could be contaminated. Let me open up the doors. Ah, oh, fresh air. <laughs> That's not how contamination works, lady. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so, so sh- moving on to- She was very robotic. I wasn't, I wasn't super- thrilled about her character yes and and uh, and i've got a note here that way too jealous way too fast like instant <laughs> instant jealousy julia shows up and it's oh well fuck that bitch she has to die well and you know? julia i think was probably one of the least developed main characters of the movie and you do get some sort of backstory on her, but it's mm-hmm. just backstory enough that relates to Jack. Right. Um, you don't get any real motivation off of her. She was basically little more than a plot device in this movie. Uh, yeah, basically. I mean, she was asleep during the whole contact, first contact thing. Um, yeah. She's asleep for the whole 60 years, and she wakes up. and. Which- Jack goes, oh, I recognize you, and I don't know why. Which is another plot inconsistency, because she was telling Jack how the Odyssey came about. So she was she was telling Jack um, what the Odyssey was doing, that their mission had been going to Titan, 
and that they were diverted. No, no, no. Okay, so, so yeah, so I, I looked into that. So the original mission was to go to Titan. Yeah. And, and then, and then before, prior to launch, they detected the object in space. So their mission got changed to go there. Right. Um, and, and, and it's a real quick comment in the flight recorder in that um, Tom's already up and the captain's or, and her and the co-pilot Vic, Vicka is already up. Right. And, and they, and she says, are we going to wake, uh, you know, he says, Hey, we're there. We're slowing down. Do we need to wake up the others? And he says, no, not quite yet. We'll wake him up shortly. Right. So the whole idea was that, I mean, she knew that they were going to the space pyramid. Um, she just didn't know what had happened. And that's no, why she no. wanted. How would she know that they were going to the space pyramid? Because was, because before they didn't get put into, they were in cryo sleep too, and they got woken up first by uh, I, I'm guessing by mission control. Um, and that's when they found out that their mission had diverted. No, I think they found, I think they knew about it prior to that. So you think before they knew they, about it? Before At launch. getting into cryo sleep? Yes, yes, yes. I think they knew. Th- I, I think. Uh, I think the timeline of events is they have this mission. They're going to go to Titan. They're getting ready to go. They're you know you know four or five days out. What you know, pick a number. Uh-huh. They're they're about to launch. Um, they find this object in space and they go, "Oh my God, aliens!" or crazy object in space, let's go see what that is instead. Well, then why would they say they were on their way to Titan and then they got diverted? If they were already on their way to Titan, that means they'd already launched, they'd already gone, they were probably in cryosleep, and then... Well, I thought I thought she said that you are... Uh, at the very beginning there, she said, we were supposed to go to Titan, but we got diverted. Um, or, or, or our mission changed. We were supposed to go to t- Titan or, or we trained for Titan and our mission changed. But our mission hmm. changed because of the uh, pyramid. I, I'm pretty sure that's what, what uh, she had said. Um, and if it's not, but that's one, you know, neither here nor there. Well, I guess it matters, but um, that's the way I looked at it was that it was a... Um, they were supposed to go to Titan. Um, that's what they trained for. This thing showed up, so they changed their their thing. So they go into cryo sleep. Um, obviously, it's it's a a longer journey, so they're put into cryo sleep. You know, because they have the cryopods that are automatically set to go back to Earth. Right. Um, and it takes sixty years. So it. No, I don't think it took sixty years. I think they were in orbit. You think they were in orbit for 60 yeah, years? Yeah, I think they were in orbit for 60 years. Anyway, so they're, they're in orbit or it takes them a while. So so I'm thinking they're all in cryo sleep and then, you know, the the two pilots get woken up when they get within range of the, you know, within range of the Tet. And yeah, that's and that's when they take I, over. That's what I figured too was that the, the two pilots would wake up first and then they uh, they got, you know, orders that their mission had changed so they started heading towards the tet i i don't know yeah and see that's uh, that's one of these un- ambiguous kind of we don't know because they didn't explain yeah. that very well 
One of the things that I really liked about the movie is that it looked incredible. I thought the set design was really cool. Um, very reminiscent of 2001. Very clean lines. Uh, very yes. bright um, <clears throat> sets, especially in the beginning and their headquarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. Now that that initial uh, the the headquarters for Post 49. I don't know how fucking high up they were, but they were yeah. above the clouds. Yeah. Yeah, poor 52 was just on the on the side of a cliff. They had uh, they got yeah. shafted. Yeah. 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 But yeah, post 49 was above the clouds. That was mm-hmm. that was really cool. I like that. That, that Which was makes it makes you wonder. I mean, so they're way the fuck above the clouds and yet they go outside to swim. It's got to be fucking freezing out there. Not uh, to mention that the atmosphere is probably going to be pretty thin. They're going to do nah, a couple laps of su- sucking air. Nah, the uh, the pool's heated. <laughs> the pool's heated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you're still exposed to the the elements whenever you get out of the pool to go inside. It's not yeah. like it was an indoor pool. Well, and I wonder, I wonder how. I wonder how high up they were. I mean, it, they, it could have been some really low-hanging clouds. Those would be some low-fucking clouds. Well, you know, the world went to shit. <laughs> Except for that one, little, that one little hideaway. They were high enough that he could do a fucking back dive, dive off bomb. of that yeah. platform in his little bubble ship. Yep, that's true. Um, you know what that kind of reminded me of? What? A penis. A penis? <laughs> Uh, only you, only yeah. you can see a bubble ship and think, well, oh, oh, that's a penis with three balls. No, no. Well, made me think of that. Okay, so so when they're when they're getting chased by the drones, right? And he flips around. <laughs> so he's got these two balls, and he's shooting out the backside. He's like pew pew pew, <laughs> shooting his spunk all oh over the place. God. Sure, why not? <laughs> Uh, it's, just, it's just it's just funny it's just cock and balls <laughs> but yeah everything was very white very clean very simplistic very Dude, apple-esque not true morgan freeman was in there there was some color too oh god oh man badoom clank <laughs> your rib shot sucks <laughs> that joke sucked <laughs> it was better than yours um, I thought the Raven Rock complex was uh, mock up was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, the tetrahedron cool. effects from both the Earth perspective, like whenever it was, uh, you know, even at high noon and it, it just kind of glowed white, and the look from in space when you're in orbit, I thought mm-hmm. the tetrahedron looked really good. The graphics and the set design. All around, I thought looked yep. really, really good. Very compelling. Did you, Go ahead. Did you notice uh, during the opening credits or uh, the of Universal? Yeah, it looked a little tetra- beaten and battered. Yeah. Well, that and the uh, and the space pyramid was uh, orbiting. Yeah. Now, I'm going to chalk that up to to artistic uh, design or artistic license because okay. that tet in orbit was really, really big in comparison yeah. to the Earth. Well, it's a little logo. Yeah. It's a smaller logo. So, 
But I mean, the 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 scale of the tet in the actual movie looked looked much smaller. So. I thought I thought the blown up moon looked pretty cool. The blown up moon did look pretty cool. One of the uh, one of the inconsistencies that I saw as far as that though is the night sky would be like meteor shower extraordinaire. There would be you so would think many so. streaks going across that night sky from even even after fifty years. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't the moon think that blows up like that? You're gonna have, I mean, just dust alone from. Well, the moon. I would have thought. Yeah, I would have thought that would have uh, all settled out. You know, it all, all. You know, the the stuff that was gonna get pulled got pulled. No, way before then, because not everything's gonna be um, moving at the same rate of speed. So you're gonna have you're gonna have stuff probably falling for you know hundreds of years. Well, you're gonna you're gonna have streaks across the sky and and debris falling into the atmosphere for a long, long time. Unless I mean, the space shit. pyramid was saving it. I mean, we have meteor showers now from space debris that we come across in orbit from comets and, and asteroids that have moved across our, our path. I mean, that's that's what the Leonids are. That's what the Perseids are. That's what all those meteor showers are, is us moving across things that have gone across our orbit and left their space jump behind. What did you think of the music? Um... You know, so I think it went well with the uh, with the movie. Uh, you know, it picked up where it needed to. It helped convey the story. I didn't, I didn't, um, it didn't stand out to me, which to me means that it did its job because it, it wasn't like over the top or so terrible that it it's like why the hell was that in there? Yeah. Um, I thought the music did really good. Yeah, I, I agree. I thought the I thought it set the mood and and it sounded really good. Um, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a distraction, but you did no. notice it was there. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, I watched this with the wife. Oh, and I didn't appreciate I, them using Led Zeppelin as uh, as part of the soundtrack because then I got to hear it from her that he passed over the Pink Floyd album and went with Led Zeppelin. That was uh, that was unappreciated, and I'm knocking it for that. But because everybody knows that Floyd is better than Zeppelin, I don't care what my wife says. But uh, other than that, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the music. So your wife's a Zeppelin fan, and you're a Floyd fan. Yeah, I mean Zeppelin's okay, okay but Floyd's better. Okay, okay. As long as they didn't pull out, you know, Need for Speed or something. <laughs> All right, well, uh, what other thoughts you got on it? Uh, okay, so one thing I thought was kind of cool was that portable dirt bike. That was that was kind of interesting. That was cool. I really liked that. He pulled a dirt yeah. bike out of his bubble ship and mm-hmm. assembled it, yeah. and that, that was really cool. I liked that. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was cool, kind of cool. I thought it was a little strange that the uh, dirt bike – could hold his weight as he mission impossible into the sinkhole. Um, <laughs> yeah, it didn't you know, look used, like he he didn't look like he anchored it or anything. Yeah, he used it as an anchor, I, which I thought was a little weird. Um, 
you know, but hey, future, whatever. You know, it. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, the other thing I had was uh, how do uh, how do the drones get taken down if they spend most of their time up in the air? You know, you know, they're like high up in the air. How did how were they getting taken out? You know. Yeah, that well, I guess they drew them down to have the drones attack and then they they took the drones out at that point. That's that's what okay. I I can think of. Okay. Cuz the drones okay. were there to protect the the uh reactors, right? Yeah, yeah, mostly, yeah. And um, they were programmed to, to to you know, destroy humans to kill humans, so once the humans threatened the reactor or got the drone's attention, then the drone single-mindedly basically tried to kill the humans, and I guess they just ganged up on it. All right, I'll I'll go with that. <laughs> I was just it was kind of curious, you know. You're the guy, the Jack's flying in air in the air up in the clouds, and he finds a drone, and then you know he has to go fix a one that's down, which looks like um, it looks like it. Uh, well, it was bubblegum drone. It uh, looks like he came to a skidding halt, which yeah. means he was shot while he was while it was flying. And those well, I mean, are fast. You know, uh, Jamie Lannister did have that sniper rifle, oh, and he was pretty good with it. He was really good with that. Yep, I actually did a double take when I saw Jamie Lannister. I did too. I was like, I said that can't be. Is it? It is. Sure, as shit, it is. I liked how he didn't have a man cave he had a man valley a man valley okay yeah who jack jack yeah yeah he had his own little secluded spot that it was quite nice yeah why got did away, it take got away from the misses turned off communications yeah. just chilled out and he right. was a yankees fan so he gets bonus points for that uh you know i knew you were gonna bring that <laughs> bullshit up i knew you were gonna bring that shit up so, so why does it take three years for uh, for them to find her? Uh, that was a pretty secluded valley. Okay. You don't do you think? Um, and I think it probably took fifty two, three years to, or close to three years, just to untie himself and walk his ass out of the desert. It's true because he was, you know, in the middle of a fucking desert whenever they left him and it probably took him that long to untie himself, get himself out of the desert and then find all of the, the other people, the scabs. Right. Right. Which, you know, apparently they, they can get around pretty quick cause they, they knew about the clone, um, and told him to go, you know, and said, go find him in the radiation zone. So they knew he was there. Yeah. So it's, it's within traveling distance. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they have a, a wide range. I mean, I don't think they just, yeah went out from a day or less than a day's uh, journey from, from their complex. I'm pretty sure they had, you know, rangers that went out for extended periods of time, right. either looking for supplies or scouting or doing whatever they do. Yeah. So Tower 52, presumably, Tower 52. presumably there are 51 other towers. Or more. There could be or 100. More. Right, right. So, Oblivion 2. I mean, the Oblivion, Oblivioning? 
The Oblivion, yeah. Um, what happens to all those other Jacks, do you think? That's, that's a good question. And Vickas. And Vickas. I mean, they're, I mean, they're not getting orders anymore. They presumably saw the, the destruction of the Tet. Mm-hmm. The drones, so the drones are down, die. so they're kind of. Fucked. Do the helicopters? Do the helicopters? That's a good work? question. Did the helicopters they, go down too? But he was piloting that, and they've got those energy it, cells. But it was voice activated. No, he you piloted. Had, you it. had, well, yes, but before it would turn on, you had to say what tech you were. You know, remember he had to say Tech Fifty Two to get it to start up. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's said true. Tech Forty Nine to get it started up. Well, but is know, that local security or does that go through I, the Tet? I, I mean, if the know. Tet's not in radio range, can he not operate? But he operated that when the Tet wasn't in radio range. So I think that's local security. Think so? Yeah. Because he operated okay. it at night. That's true. And the Tet's not around at right. night. Yeah. So not only that, but think... he's like a mass murderer, too, because he destroyed all the Jacks and Vickas that were in the Tet. Yeah. But is it really murder if you're killing yourself? But he was killing Vickas, too. Oh, that's true. Well, she's no longer part of the effective team. <laughs> he found he found a more effective team. Remember that. That was his excuse. We are a more effective team. Um, do you think he's sterile? Well, well no, no, he's not. He's obviously he had a kid. not sterile. That's right. He had the kid, which means he took off her spe- Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just thought of something. Don't do that too much. The place no, no, smokes no. up, your smoke alarm goes off. Yep, yep. No, so so he could still potentially be sterile, right? How's that? This movie happens within the span of let's be let's be generous and say three days. Okay. Right? Basically. Sure. Right. Um, what if she was pregnant before the mission? They're not going to send a pregnant woman up into space. You don't know that? Yes, I do. They do not send pregnant women into space. What if, what if she hadn't, like, like it hadn't happened yet? Like as far as like, you know, shown, shown up on scans. They don't send pregnant women into space. Maybe she was an experiment. (laughs) She was not an experiment. I think the more likely answer is that they had sexy times in his mountain cabin. And three years later, she has a three-year-old. No, well, just because she takes her pants, she has her pants taken off, and she do seduces him with his favorite song, and then they start kissing, and it cuts to black does not automatically mean it's sexy time. Uh, they could have been tired good and went inference. to bed. No, hey, he took a blow to the head. He could have a concussion, and she was just on concussion. Watch. And that's not gonna that's not gonna affect his man cake mix. It, it could affect his. You don't want to. You don't want to get your heart rate going. That's like extra blood to your brain, and you could have a brain bleed. <laughs> yeah. When has that ever stopped you? All right. You got any awards? Um, I've got a few. Okay. Well, who's just like just a few? Just a few. Just like like yeah. less than a handful. Like maybe four. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So black lung. Black lung. Who's got your black lung? Oh, Morgan Freeman sucking on a stogie. <laughs> exactly. That's who got yes. my black lung. Him sitting there interrogating Jack with a big old cigar in his mouth, and he slowly lights that fucker and takes a draw. Yeah. Yep. Epitome you know of black lung. Yep. What about your head lush? So my head lush, I didn't see anybody drinking. I didn't see no? anybody really even hint towards drinking. My black no. or my head lush is going to go honorary to Richard Dawson. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm I've got a big old goose egg there, but when I was trying to think of one, you had a brain I kinda bleed. Thought, well, no, I kind of thought maybe Vic Victoria, because she was kind of, you, you know, back and forth on like, you know, every, sometimes she was on her game, sometimes she wasn't. So you, know, you, you think she's a secret lush? I think she's a, I think she's an alcoholic. Yeah. Well, wait, now was she's got there, a bottle in the desk? Yeah, you know it. Yeah, well, they're, they, they were eating dinner, right? Mm-hmm. And then she all of a sudden gets up and decides she's going to go skinny dipping. I wonder if she had to uh, get some liquid courage before that because that wasn't very sexy like. <laughs> I mean, she really didn't do much to seduce. She just kind of like, hey, I'm going to jump in. Hey, look, I'm naked. You know? Uh huh. Are you saying that know. wouldn't have worked on you? You need more seduction? Uh,. Well, yeah, she's got to at least go woo-hoo. <laughs> You're so full of shit. You would have been out there panting. Uh, No, because it's kind of cold outside. Oh, you're so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're so full of shit. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Who's got your yeah. player? Dude, I went with Jack Harper. He had three. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. I'm going to go with Jack Harper number 49. Okay. Because he had three ladies all up in his business. He, did. he had Victoria forty nine. He had Victoria fifty two, and he had his wife. You're or right. Side piece, depending on your point of view. You're right. That's that's mm-hmm. a good good pick. And I was almost going to go with Jack, but then I was thinking, no, I think I'm going to give my player to Julia because she's the wild card. She came from orbit. She came from outer space to take. Okay. To take their men. So she okay. came from outer space. He was immediately, he was actually smitten with her before he met her in the flesh. Yeah. Sending I mean, out he was them, dreaming uh, of her. Sending out the, that ESPN. Yeah. So he got his dream woman, and I don't even think he looked twice at Vic after that. Yeah. Well, you know, he, but, you know, he took her pants off. Who, Vickers? No, Jack took Julia's yes. pants off yes, when she did. was uh when she was passed out. So I'm Oh, he I'm didn't do it while she ex- was passed out. Oh, you know it. She looked at herself, she's like, What? No, he didn't do Where's it. Where's my no. pants? They're no. over there on my hope chest. No. Calvin Klein. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And my purple hippo mm-hmm. is gonna go to Jack. Because mm, why is that? 
Because whenever you go and uh, try to keep the tech from repairing the bot that you just downed and then realize that it's yourself that you have to you have to fight, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a purple hippo worthy moment. Mm. It is. It is. Okay. All right. I went with Jack as well. Oh, he's got but, two of your awards this week. Yes, but not for the same reason as you. Okay. I went I went a little more um a little more abstract and said it's because of his dreams slash memories. Yeah, that's that's a good fa- one. Yeah. And they, they started out they started out black and white and then it's like a light switch and all of a sudden it's in full technicolor and he remembers everything. He's like, Whoa. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's got these feelings. <laughs> these these undesirable uh, these unbridled urges just seeping through him and then he gets caught by his woman and she dies the end you got any other final thoughts before we close out for this week um my only final thought is uh the next time we're not doing tom cruise oh god yeah i think i'm yeah. done with tom cruise movies for a little bit yeah, yeah. We'll um, we'll choose something else. <laughs> Ooh, how about we do another Morgan Freeman? We could do Deep Impact. Oh, do we have to? No, I'm just kidding. I just. I mean, I just, we can, but no, no. I think I want to do. Uh, I'm looking forward to Firefly one of these days. One of these days. One of these. One days. of these days. All right, well, I think that's got it for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Our pod crawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podchaser, and Blueberry. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at eargluemedia.com forward slash Discord, at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com, on Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. All comments and opinions expressed are the sole opinions of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Ear Glue Media, of course. I'm Jason. And I'm Rob. And we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>